Welcome to the Reverse Selling Podcast, where real estate agents, salespeople, and entrepreneurs come to learn the best tactics and strategies to grow their business. Hosted by the creator of the Reverse Selling Methodology, Brandon Morinan. So my guest today is from the UK, actually. And so we're going to do a little bit something different on today's interview. With me today, I've got a real estate agent from the UK, Mr. Andrew Holgate. Andrew, welcome to the show, my friend. Mate, it's an absolute honor to be here today. So thank you very much for taking your time. Absolutely. And so what I want to do today, Andrew, is talk about uh, the UK real estate market and how it works. You know, what's different between the UK and the US and and how you're building your business and, and maybe some takeaways that you've got from some of the things that I teach and how you're applying that to the UK market. So to start things off, how long have you been in the real estate business? So I've actually started off investing in property in the UK. Um, I actually got my first property deal back in September, 2019. And only very recently, I started to sell property. Um, I just recently joined a new brokerage called Taranash Real Estate, um, I think just over a month ago, but I've been selling property since about November, December. Uh, but obviously with all your, your teachings and everything, it sounds very much like forward thinking compared to the UK. And I, I think the UK is very much behind to like the forward thinking, the innovation compared to the Australian and the American market. Hence why when I looked up your you know, videos on YouTube, I was like, this is something we need to implement to the UK because right now we're very old school traditional and I thought it'd be a great way to bounce off ideas just like in today's session. I love it. That's great. So that's what I'm excited about because we're going to talk through all that, right? So let, that's a really good segue. So let's talk about the relationship between the brokerage and the and the agent. Um, so how does that work? Do you, first off, are you an independent contractor, self-employed, or are you an employee of the firm? Yeah. So actually, just to actually do a little bit of an overview image. So I think majority of the what you call estate agents in the UK are all on what you call a basic salary and they get you know a small commission every time they get a sale. The difference here in the UK is that once you're an estate agent, you actually get a small commission just to get a listing. Well, well in our brokerage, you know, I kind of run my own team, it's called Hogate Homes, but we're in partnership with Tata Nash Real Estate. We're sure. actually very much a self-employed model. Got very it. Very similar to the States where we only get paid upon we sell a property. Hence why we're very much, very motivated. We're somewhat aggressive. That's where we're taking it. We're really changing the industry by storm. But in the UK, typically people are on a basic salary. All they do is sit in the office. Nobody knows what door knocking is half the time. And only like some of us do it. And it's just completely different when you're talking about real estate agency, which is a American Australian version, and estate agency where people are employed getting a, getting a basic salary plus a commission just to get a listing. It doesn't matter if they sell it or not, they get a commission when they get a listing, which is probably only about 200 to 500 pounds. Wow. So, so, so for frame of reference, so that we're having this dialogue, people can put it into context if they're watching in the US, pounds versus dollars, give us a, a framework of, of what, the, what the comparison is there. Yes, I, I think around about so let's say about a thousand pounds is probably about close to twelve to thirteen hundred dollars, give or take. Okay, so, all right. So if, if I was in a basic salary, let's say between fifteen, sixteen thousand pounds a year, you're probably talking about twelve, thirteen thousand pounds dollars uh, per year pre-tax. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so, so what is the salary, the average salary for, for a real estate agent in the UK at one of these uh, agencies? So is in, in this, in this self-employed model, it is absolutely uncapped. So sure. we actually, in our model, it's 50% comes to the agent and 50% goes to the brokerage, i.e. the Tyra Nash Real Estate we have a partnership with. If you're thinking of the real estate, uh, the estate agency, they have probably about $12,000, $13,000 a year plus, if they're lucky, $150, $200 every time they get a listing. Uh, I have to do a little bit of calculations. We're talking about dollars. <laughs> Absolutely. That's okay. That's okay. This is great. So, um, and what? let's give the people, what is the average income for somebody just in the UK? Like what's the average income regardless of industry? Like in the States, the average income is probably around $45,000 a year. What is it in the UK? Just so we have a framework. Yeah. So in the UK, you're thinking of an average salary. Let's say people get between 1,000 to 2,000 pounds a year. So you're thinking of between 18 to 24,000 pounds a year pre-tax. So obviously in the UK, if you earn more than 50,000 pounds, you become a higher taxpayer, but anything yeah. less, you're only paying 20% tax. Got so it. So, so the average salary, so, so average in the UK is 24,000 pounds per year? Correct. Pre-tax. Pre-tax. Okay. And so the, the, the real estate agent that works at the estate uh, model, what, 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 what does that average agent make there? So if you're, you're thinking that it's, it's below the average you know, salary here in the UK. So obviously, that's why I say we're, we're not, it's not so much forward thinking. They're getting really much basic salary of you know, over 1600 if they're lucky, plus getting small commissions every time. Got it. Now, that model, that brokerage model, uh, is, it sounds like the brokerage is going out there, generating the lead, getting, bringing in the, the, the listing, and then one of the agents at that estate model handles the client, but they don't, they're not responsible for going out there and generating any business on their own at all. Is that right? Well, a little bit, a little bit the challenge on that remark, it's, it's actually, they expect the, the sellers to go to them, to go to their office, to give them a call. What, you know, I think that's what the American system does, what we do with Tyler Nash Real Estate. So we actually go out there and look for the business. Yes. Because that's you really want to do. You want to find the business. And that's what I love about, you know, your, your activity. I know you do in your course, you tell them that you need to do. You, I know you do a lot of cold calling. Here in the UK, it's really different. People tend to wait for the, some, for the, so the seller to go to their office and ask for an appointment, ask for a free valuation report. And that's, that's what I mean. It's very different. That's so interesting. So, so the normal way, the consumer who wants to buy a house or sell a house, they, they go seek out a real estate brokerage firm. Then they walk in there and they say, hey, can I talk to one of your agents? That's kind of how it works. Yeah. So honestly, it's what you call like high street estate agents where there are local high street estate agents, local branches where you know they just say, give us a call for a free valuation and they might go there to listing appointment or they just walk to the office and ask, you know, I want to see how much somebody's prepared to pay for my house. So it's very different. Wow. So it's kind of like, it's, it's sort of like our banking system here in the U.S. where there's little banks in every, in every city, Andrew. And if you want to talk, you just go into the bank. And so it sounds very much so like that. And what you're doing is you're taking the approach of playing offense. You're going out there and focusing on uh, proactive lead generation so you can control your income. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean, in, in, in kind of our brokerage, if you don't get a sale, you don't get paid. Yes. And 
you could probably tell, I mean, I've been doing a lot of statistics, learning how the US works. I think there's only an average of 8% of people only sell one or two homes every month. Yeah. I think that, I think that's a system. And obviously for us at the same time, if we don't get a sale, we don't get paid. And obviously later on, I'm sure we're going to be talking about it. Your commission is very much higher than the UK average, which I'm, I'm sure we're going to be touching on, you know, very later on in the conversation. Yeah, let's. That's actually you. You you took the words right out of my mouth. So so let's look at the the average, Andrew. The average real estate transaction. What is the average sales price, and then what is the average commission? So overall, in the whole UK market, the average price of a whole UK home is two hundred thousand pounds. We're to convert it. I'm not surely in UK ter- uh, US terms. We one sixty, one seventy five, depending on the conversion rate. But that's the UK average price. Okay. Um, when it comes to commissions. You know, we, we can have high street estate agents only getting 1%, which what makes it difficult for us proactive agents at Tyrannash Real Estate, where it's actually so hard to, you know, tell them why our fee is worth our time and our value. Because our one, for example, is, you know, our, the owner of our brokerage, Tyrannash, he says anything less than 2%, do not take it on. It's not worth our time. It's not worth your marketing. It's not worth your efforts, driving everything. So obviously the high street estate agents has got a budget for marketing in-house and everything, but we independent self-employed agents have to pay for everything that we do. Hence why our commissions are a lot higher at two and a half, me personally at 3%, because, you know, I like to, my return on time, which I probably appreciate is my return on time when it comes to doing transactions on a deal. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So there's so much to unpack there. So is there only one real estate agent in a transaction or two? So when it comes to a transaction on its own, it's only one agent. All right. So so you get the listing and yep. you go out there and you bring the buyer directly and the buyers have no representation. They don't have an agent like they do in the US, correct? And that's very different. I know, I know in the States, if you find a buyer's agent, they get what, 3% as well off the purchase price, which yes. the buyer can pay, but the seller pays. And that's something the UK does not have at all. So who pays the real estate commission in the UK? The seller? The seller. And there's only one agent. And so, and so, okay, now I'm with you. All right, now I want to talk about value proposition. So, so the consumer has a decision to make. They can work with an independent agent like you, which it sounds like that might be two or 3% commission. Or, or they can go work with a salary type agent at an estate agency for 1%. Is that, is that accurate so far? Yeah, that's, that's pretty much a good overview, correct? All right. Now, so from the framework, Andrew, of the homeowner, the seller, why, what's, what's the value of them going each direction in your, from your perspective? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, even watching through one of your examples you have on YouTube, I think you had like a live, I don't know whether it was role play or it was real, but I think it was 100% real, where you talked him through a listing presentation yes. and you talked about pricing strategy. Here in the UK, 99% of sellers, if you tell them we want to work on a pricing strategy, they will, they will absolutely be terrified. They think whatever you price it at, that's how much they're going to be getting, Got which it. is what a lot of the high street estate agents do. They listen to the seller and then they say, okay, how much you want to market it for? And all they're doing is using them to market a property. What we like to do is we like to price it not independently, but in competition with what the market has to offer, which is what we need to educate the sellers every time we have what we call a market appraisal. So that's the kind of difference we have here. So, so 
Yeah, it makes total makes total sense. So so if I'm hearing you right, if I'm you, if I'm a real estate agent in the UK and I go the independent route and I'm talking and I'm prospecting to the homeowner, the value that you're saying is the approach you're going to take is more of an aggressive marketing approach to potentially get them more money for their house versus working with an agent at an estate where you know, they're, they're kind of uh, more relaxed or sitting back, you know, just more of like a order taker, like a waiter or a waitress. And you, so they potentially could get more money by using you. Is that right? That's absolutely correct. So actually what happens is that when it comes to the other estate agents, what they do is that they just wait for somebody to ring them and call them. Got it. There it is. What you and I like to do is that we like to, you know, find the, you know, the, the, potential buyers, we might like to door knock to invite them to what we call, what you guys call as well as an open house. Here in the UK, we can only call it viewing day because of COVID regulations. Yes. In comparison to what an estate agent does, all they do is wait for somebody to call, they get a viewing, they pop in the viewing and they leave. What we like to do is we like to create that competitive edge where other buyers can see there's other buyers interested so they can potentially yes. each other to give us the premium price, which the seller thinks, wow, I've never seen this approach before. This is very forward, innovative thinking. And it's obviously, it's an untapped market. Oh, wow. I mean, that, that, that is such a massive opportunity. Now I get why you're so excited because you're, you're right. I mean, hiring you and you guys charge, you charge 3%, correct? I personally charge 3%. People in the brokerage have said, I've kind of broken the rule that it's only two and a half, but because I'm, I'm an investor, and I understand my knowledge. I've paid lots and lots of thousands of pounds for my property knowledge. You know, I think it's you and I both agree, um, Brandon, that we need to value how much, you know, because we, we don't like to think that we're not here for the time. We're here to bring the value every time yeah. we go to this thing, every time we speak to a seller. Yeah, because here's the reality. And hopefully you share this with people at your brokerage. If you're interviewing with a seller to get a listing, all you need to use is a simple script. And here's what it sounds like. If I was going to role play with you and get you to pay me a 3%, even a 4% commission in the UK versus one, it'd be simple. And here's what I would say, Andrew, listen, at the end of the day, I mean, you care how much money you put in your pocket, net bottom line, regardless of how much you pay in commission. Am I right? Yes, you are. And, and so to take that a step further, if you paid me a 4% commission versus another company, 1%, but the amount of money I got you in your pocket was significantly more than the other company would get you. That's something you would be open to doing. Am I right? Yes, you are. So, so these are simple scripts because here's the reality. Anybody, any human being on earth, the cost is a byproduct of the value, period. So we are willing to pay more for something based on our perceived value. So what you have to do at your company, which I love, is working on your presentation and the value you provide so that you can position yourself as the obvious choice that the seller says, wait a minute, you do all of that? It's a no-brainer for us to pay more if you can get us more for that. And that's what you've been working on. Is that right? That's exactly, exactly correct. That's exactly, every time we have a market appraisal, we need to explain to them the step-by-step -step process. And you do this very well in your YouTube videos. And, you know, I admire you for it. When I'm, when I'm showing them a market appraisal, I'm already acting as if I am their listing agent, telling them exactly what we're going to do together side-by-side -side, as if we're already planning how we're going to market their property. That's exactly what I love to do. That's exactly things I've taken away just from your YouTube videos. 
And so I can imagine your students must be absolutely loving the support, the network, the accountability, um, compared to what the UK have, where re- estate agents are just having a phone call, they're reading a script, and they're waiting for somebody to call, which I absolutely love, which I think we need to take to the UK 100%. Yeah, that's phenomenal, man. What, what a great opportunity, Andrew, you really have. So, so let's talk about the... Um, how you're generating listing business. So, so give me kind of some of the ways that we can communicate with homeowners directly that potentially are selling their homes. Like, do you have for sale by owners and stuff like yeah, that? So obviously a lot of your, obviously first, when I saw YouTube videos, I didn't know what a FSBO, it took me a very long time. I took, I watched a couple of your videos and then I figured, oh, okay. So in the UK is what we call Gumtree. Gumtree mm-hmm. can actually find agents list their properties However, there's some people on a private and obviously some of your, you know, your scripts saying, I understand a lot of realtors might be calling you and you have a lot of those lines. I've actually just implemented the same thing. And what I love, I think one of the key learnings I got from your video was when you said, when you have a pattern interrupt in the UK, if you do a pattern interrupt, they're over the moon. When I said, when I said the line, I think it was the other day from your script, with the, with the property being so hot right now, I think you'll be able to sell your property on your own. Is that, does that sound like a really good plan? And they were like, yeah, yeah. And they, 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 they changed their moods. In the UK, they're very, very, so in my opinion, they're very cold compared to the US. Uh, US the UK, US are very open, invited. They'll have a conversation with you. In the UK, if they can tell you're an agent, they instantly want to hang up the phone. So you're, yeah, you're, a, you're a salesperson. They don't want to hear from you. You pose a massive yeah. threat to them. So, uh, so keep going. Yep. So, so, so you're using a pattern interrupt and you're using the scripts and the dialogues that we call reverse selling to help mm-hmm. position yourself as a potential appointment. So what, let me ask you, so, so Gumtree, is that like a website or is that like a, like a real estate term? No, it's, it's, it's a website where people sell, you know, old items. It's like a private Got website. It. Free. So it's obviously anything you advertise online and Gumtree, it's completely free. So when sellers pop it up in there, it's completely free. Because when you want to pop it up on our other portals, which is called Rightmove or Zoopla, they have to ask an agent to put up there and pay. But if they put it on Gumtree or even Facebook Marketplace, they have a chance to post it there privately directly to a seller. All right. So so if you can, I would love for you to share your screen do you have your computer in a spot where you can share your screen and show us Gumtree a little bit? Yeah, yeah, just um, bear with me. Yep, no problem. I will, and you know how to share your screen here on Zoom? Yes, I do. Perfect. I would love to see this because now I'm getting excited to get into <laughs> the UK market and help you agents go out there and dominate. So hopefully you can see my screen. Yes. Okay, so yeah. So let's see these properties. There we go. So this is literally a free ad. Um, here you go, London. And if you go over here, private. So I already automatically did it. You can see Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Yes, yes. So there's obviously there's an estate agency, but then there's a private tab. And now show me. So these are all essentially people selling their own homes with no real estate agent, correct? That is correct. And I can, I can assure you a lot of agents are trying to, you know contact these sellers. So you can see there's a property here. Um, this is 500. Ter- ter- terrible pictures. Do you guys do professional photos when you list well, a property? Do professional photos, professional videos, everything. Yes. But this shows that the landlord was just trying to save money, That's which, right. which is why they want to save agency fees so that they can sell their own property for absolutely the much price as possible. 
which is why we need to come in and explain to them why even if they sell with us, they'll still receive the highest net figure. That's right. All right. So this is great, dude. Oh my gosh. That, that is, that's exciting. So, all right. So um, let's, let's jump out of the screen share now. So tell me, can you, do you have access to, uh, so we're going to talk about door knocking in a second. Do you have access to call homeowners directly in the UK? No, we don't. It's a, it's, we're not in that technology at the moment. So the best thing we found there was Gumtree. And if you sign up to Gumtree, which is again, free, you can find their number um, online already. So there's no way for you to find homeowners numbers right now in the UK outside of Gumtree. The best thing you can do is go on what you call land registry, find who owns the property and then send them. Uh, if I had an example, send them a mail directly. Yes. And then that's the best thing we can do. We, have, we can't find their details because in the UK we have GDPR, where you, if you find people's information, it's kind of against the law here in the UK. Okay, got it. So, so there is no, is there, is there, there's no such thing as like direct outbound phone prospecting in the UK for any industries, no businesses ever? Not that I'm personally aware of, not at the minute, no. Hmm. All right. So that opens the door then for door knocking, right? Okay. So how many agents are door knocking these homeowners on Gumtree or, uh, well, let's talk about door knocking. How many real estate agents in the UK actually door knock on a consistent basis? Well, in the UK, it's very hard for me to say because sure. in our brokerage, we have a target where we have to door knock minimum 100 properties every month. So let's say that's 25 a week. And I think Every agent, all 70 of the real estate agents? Correct. Good for you. Good for your broker. I like that. Everybody's being held accountable. Um, even right now, I'm quite in a tough position where I've only done 19. I'm meant to be doing 100, but my car broke down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so you guys are door knocking. Uh, how do you choose where you door knock and, and what neighborhoods you go after? Yeah, so um, the first is a neighborhood is where every agent can in, in our brokerage can see who's in what area. Mm. So obviously, if you want to come across a professional, yes. because in brokerage, it's, if somebody knocks and you don't get an appointment, someone else in that brokerage can still knock. But we want to sound professional, say, I understand my colleague came by the other day, but we just wanted to personally check on and how's the sale going for you? Because a seller might click with somebody else instead of us. And obviously, there's no, you know, no personal feelings with business kind of business. But, you know... When we're looking for properties, we go on a portal, but I personally go on a portal called Rightmove. Rightmove is the most popular online portal marketing platform for all agents, for buyers and sellers. When we go on the platform called Rightmove, we look for what is the oldest dated, the oldest listed that's been in the market for a very long time, because clearly that strategy with that agent is clearly not working. And that's why that's when we step in and say, you know, would you be open to hearing a very new, diverse, innovative approach on how we sell properties in a certain amount of time? Wait, hold on. Boop. So you can you can door knock a property that's listed with another company? Yes. I'm guessing in the States, you're not allowed to do that. That's totally against the law. Like once once a property is listed with an agent or a company, it's off limits. You can't call them, you can't, you can't do anything. That makes sense because I think when you guys advertise your property, you guys say the full address when you're doing a video tour or something. Yes. We need to hide it because we know other people might try and step step on our tools. Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. There's there's some opportunity here. But when you're marketing it, okay, because you want the buyer to call you direct, then you release the property address once you have a potential buyer. Is that right? 
Correct. So obviously in a confirmation, mm-hmm. email confirmation, text. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we, we send them the full address. But while it's being advertised on online portals, we say it's only, you know, it's only Smith Road here in London. So we don't say it's number 10 Smith yes. Road. We only give them the street name. Maybe. Mm. So that's, that's, where, that's where we have to do a lot of digging, where we need to look at the photo, we need to look at the outside, look, which, which, which house number can it be? Is it been in the market since 2020? Okay, that's a potential property we can door knock. That is phenomenal. I mean, that, that opens up such a big, big, big opportunity. What is the average days on market in your, in your local market? How long does it take to sell a house on average? So, on, so in, in our brokerage, 80% of our listings sell within 30 days. Got it. Live in the market. But in the UK, it completely varies from location to location. Yes. At the moment, I'm taking on a new area. I'm pretty sure you've heard of Cambridge. Yes. So at the moment in Cambridge, it, there's, there's two different variants. It's either if a property sits in market for two months right now, because the market's quite hot, it's, it's selling. But then there's this other one where it's been more, if it's been more in the market for more than three months, clearly they're, be, they're one, they're more motivated. And two, they need a new approach. And that's where we step in. I love it. I love it. Makes total sense. Right now, it's two different dynamics where it's either really, really hot or somebody, if it's been a long market for a long time, they need a fresh approach. So, so are there any real estate agents in the UK making, you know, a hundred thousand plus pounds or a million plus pounds? Uh, is there any real estate agents that make that kind of money? So I know in our brokerage, some of the, uh, some of the um, agents in Tyranash really say how has been in the business for over, I think the business is quite young for over a year. And um, I know some of them has banked 63,000 pounds in the month of Feb. In so the that's month? Only, that's in the month of Feb alone, their predictions. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe if we were to pause it a little bit, in the UK, we kind of do selling process. And we do obviously buyer's agreement, what we call a sales memorandum. And then we do an exchange and then we do a completion. So there's kind of different stages. So that, that, that process of the real estate transaction, how long does that entire process take between selling the house and the new buyer moving in? So there's two different types. If they're, one, if they're a cash buyer, it could be as fast as 21 to 28 days. If okay. it's a mortgage purchase, it could take between two to three months from start to finish. Got from it. The process of getting a sale agreed. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. So, so um, man, there's so many opportunities. Now let's talk about, so you, you have people that are selling their own homes. You have homes that are listed with other agents for a long period of time. That's another way to go get listings. Mm. What about, um, are you guys, are there hot, I'm sure there's hot neighborhoods in your market where properties tend to sell quickly. Are you knocking the doors of those homeowners that are not yet raised their hand? Are you going after those at all? So actually, and to that note, if we if we get a listing, for example, in let's say I'll use Cambridge as an example because that's kind of my new kind of area. If I get a listing in Cambridge, what we do is that we like to knock on properties between twenty to thirty properties, either smaller or bigger, who are planning to upsize. So what we do is like, hello, sir, don't need to disturb you. My name is Andrew from Tyranash, and I just wanted to give you this invitation to, you know, let you know we have a property down the road. If you know anybody looking to upsize or downsize, depending on the house, what that does is it breaks the ice so that we can have a conversation later on towards the end of the dialogue where do you currently know where your property is sitting in the market or would you like to have a chat and we can tell you more about it? So that's how we kind of break the ice. We don't like to knock on a door where it's, there's no reason why there is unless it's sitting in the market. So yep. if, it's there, if it's somebody living in the, in, the, you know, in the house with no intentions to sell, if we have no reasons to knock, then we, we wouldn't normally knock on it. 
Got it. All right. So I like that strategy. And are you guys doing, uh, I forgot what you call it. Are you doing open houses now with the whole COVID stuff or are those off limits right now? So actually what we're doing is we're viewing day. So it's block viewing. So maybe cool. between, between two hours, we do 15 minute slots. I know that my senior manager recently, he did a viewing last Sunday and he had, he had 97 people booked for a wow. so 10 minute slots. And just because of our pricing strategy worked and he sold it, I think 15% above the asking price. It's great. Um, as well. So he had 97 people booked. I think only from the first day, he had 47, let's just under 50 people came in. And just from that first day, somebody really gave him above and beyond the asking price. That's exceeded the seller's um, expectations. And that's where it makes sense for them to hire you over the estate agent, which makes so much sense because of that approach. Now, going back to door knocking the neighborhood, are you guys inviting them to, to the viewing times? Absolutely. Because if you think psychologically as a buyer, if they see there's more people interested in that property, that helps us as a seller create that competitive edge that's make sure that they need to give the highest net figure when it comes to negotiation fees. Well, here's, here's the other thing. The other thing there, Andrew, is that the, the neighbor that we invite to the viewing, it's, the, it's called a viewing time. Is that what, am I saying that right? Yes, yeah, so we have a viewing day. I mean, once viewing day. Passes, we can call it open day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so when we invite I'm just thinking through this for you. When you invite the neighbor to viewing day, not only does it help uh, provide urgency for the buyers, but this is your ability to build a relationship with that homeowner so that when they sell one day, that begins your interview process. They say, wow, I want an agent to handle the sale of my home the way you're handling this person's home. And so then you could put them into your database. You could follow up, provide them value over the next couple of months, couple of years, so that the day when they want to sell their home, you get the listing 100% of the time. Are you guys doing anything like that? I fully agree. And actually what we've done is that every time we've door knocked and properties been in the market, sometimes you know it happens, it's human nature. Some people just slam the door in their faces. Mm-hmm. However, once we get a listing in that area, we still we like to go back to the door and be like, hey, we're not here to sell you anything again. We're not here to tell you we want to list your property. All we want to do is invite you to you know an, an open day or a viewing day so you can see why we get 20 to 30 viewings per property around, around your neighborhood. So, we're, so again, we're trying to break the ice, give them a better reason why you know, we believe we're the fastest growing agent to work for you to sell your property eventually. Because if it's still sitting in the market, who would they be thinking first? Hopefully it'll be so, us. So, so that's great. Here's another strategy I'm wondering if you guys are doing now is, so, so through your marketing, you have, you're generating buyers, right? And yeah. now you sell a, a, a listing to a specific buyer, but many times that specific listing isn't the right home. So are you guys taking that specific buyer creating a marketing campaign with direct mail and door knocking around a neighborhood for the buyer. Are you guys doing anything like that right now? So what, what we believe is that we can find, obviously from a business perspective, if we can find the product, there's going to be so many buyers because it's, there's the, obviously you probably in the States as well. The demand is so high right now to buy. That's right. So I think for us, we, I think we have a more focus on finding the properties and the buyers, obviously, we put them in a database. We give them the criteria they're looking for. However, what I personally do as well is that I would still draft letters saying we have buyers in your local area, you know, looking for the, your kind of home. Would you Great. Ever your property? So obviously, I know you probably understand I've got active, kind of active listings and obviously what you call kind of passive where yeah. if I have Instagram posts, 
Facebook posts and even mail being delivered while I am actively knocking on doors, I'm creating a higher opportunity to get more listings and more obviously potentially more sales in the future. So it's like a compound effect. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it because yeah, you can go to a neighborhood that are not listed and just to your point, say, listen, we're working with Mr. and Mrs. Jones. They're pre-approved for this amount. They're looking for a house just like yours. And I'm curious if you've heard of anybody, anybody thinking about selling. And so that's great. You guys are already doing that too. That's awesome. Um, all right. So cool. So talk to me about like, what are your goals for 2021? Like, what are you looking to accomplish? And I want to talk about what your plan is to grow your business moving forward. Yes, yeah, so actually, at the very start of 2021, I told myself and my team that, you know, I'm, I'm aiming to get, sell 10 million pounds worth of property. So obviously I started off the year running fully independent. So here's kind of a backstory. I started to run my own estate agency. I used to run it, sell everything on my own. But it got to a stage where, you know, I'm pretty sure you know Mark Cuman. Yeah. I've been speaking to a lot of brokerages, asking them for their opinion, their model, what's their background. And it got to a stage where I thought, okay, 50% of watermelon is better than 100% of a grape. So I partnered with an agency to get 50% of commission. And obviously that, to me, accelerates selling 10 million pounds worth of property by the end of 2021. So obviously with that mentorship, with that connect, with all yeah. the, within the within the company, I thought that is just so much more motivational to ensure that you perform even better than what you've done alone. I love it. So 10 million pounds, that would pay you, if you're getting two or 3%, it's like 300,000 pounds, correct? Correct. If I get a hundred percent sale rate, <laughs> but in the UK, you have, in the UK, you have one out of three property sale falls through. That can come down to the valuation. That can yes. come down to the buyer's pulling out, or even the seller's pulling out. So yeah, or, or or inspections, right? Yeah. So obviously that comes down to our valuation. So actually, yeah, it's actually intriguing. What do you mean by inspect? Obviously, that's something I love to learn a little bit. What do you mean by inspections? So so when the buyer says, "Okay, Andrew, I'd like to write an offer to the seller." Uh, do they have the ability to bring in somebody to look at the property condition before they fulfill that contract? Do they look at the roof and the windows and the foundation and everything before they buy yeah, it? That's actually what we call a surveys report where the, you know, that's part of the commitment fee that the buyer would need to pay. Yes. Where you have searches to see, you know, the build of the property safe, you know, everything's So yes, that's part of the initial stages before even going to the stage of exchange. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. I love it, man. So 10 million in real estate sold. That's so cool, man. What I'd like to do is um, do this again with you in the next six to 12 months and kind of share <laughs> the audience, like what, all these strategies and tactics we just talked about, how things are working. And, you know, I like to get more involved with potentially your brokerage and, and the UK market. So you let me know how I can help. Let's absolutely stay in, in, uh, in communication with each other. Uh, and, and if I can help in any way, get you to your goal of 10 million, dude, I'd love, I'd love the opportunity to do that. Yeah, no, I'm actually honored. I mean, you know, let alone your scripts, I think obviously I've looked into it. I need to obviously make it more bespoke to the UK because you, you have very different terms that we don't use here right. in the UK. Um, but I think the steps of your scripts, the bottom line, the foundation of everything you have there is so fundamental, which I think people in the UK are completely missing. So obviously when in the brokerage, my the director of the brokerage, I shared him the link of your MA role play. He sent it straight to the whole team, and it was a great learning curve because it's it's hard. It's you know obviously I'm a, I'm a former Olympian. Oh, so, cool. <laughs> you know it's 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 easy to read a book. It's easy to watch your videos, but the right. best thing to learn is to get out there and physically and you know get out there and really do it because that's the only way you can actually 
learn what's your strengths, what your weaknesses, what you need to work on. And so getting your script was brilliant and helps me gain knowledge of, to me, implementing everything I've learned from your scripts, from my, from my mentor, Taran Ash himself. He's, you know, and obviously the team, everything they teach me, I need to implement it 100%. Yeah, I love it, dude. That's what I always tell my my students in my coaching program. The learning is in the doing. Yeah. We can sit here and talk about, you know, uh, this and that, but until you get out there and start doing and applying it, that's when the learning actually starts to occur. So I love it, dude. Any um, let me ask you this. What what feedback or uh, advice would you give to a brand new real estate agent, whether they be in the UK or the US, someone just getting started as a real estate agent, what advice would you would you leave them with? I think if I was completely, well, brand new, I think I did it. And I think I'm really proud I've done it, was that what you want to do is you want to find your end goal. Think about what you want to achieve by, let's say, 12 months, and then reverse engineer everything you want to do. So that by the time you want to start, you kind of know where to begin. Because obviously when you're brand new to being a real estate agent, for instance, you get overwhelmed with, you know, oh, I want to do videos. I want to do, I want to do X, Y, and Z. But I think if you have an end goal in mind, you would reverse engineer it down to nine months, to six months, to three months, to one month, to one week. You will have a better productive time in everything you do, prospecting and ensuring you can make sure your business is where you want to be by the time of, by the time in 12 months. I think that is the best way to reverse engineer and get things from start to finish more effectively. I hope you agree. Do you agree? So I'm now using 100% agree. <laughs> Dude, I mean, it's like Stephen Covey says, begin with the end in mind and then work your way backwards, reverse engineer it, build a plan. Dude, it's great advice because too many real estate agents, to your point, get into this business. They have shiny object syndrome. They want to do all kinds of crap. You know, they want to be famous and they want to make videos and Instagram they do everything, Andrew, but the real work of prospecting and generating leads and generating business because they have no plan. And so that's great advice, dude. I'm looking forward to, to watching your career continue to grow. I uh, appreciate you jumping on with me today, man. Let's uh, let's keep it rocking and rolling. Thank you so much, Brandon. Thank you so much for bringing me on, bringing me on, uh, you, you know, time to see me. Well, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And feel free to share this with your brokerage. And uh, you know what, too, I'm going to leave you with this, Andrew. I would be more than happy to do some role play sessions with the agents at your brokerage. So talk to your, your, uh, your owner about that. And if they think that that will help your agents, I'd, I'd be happy to do a couple of Zoom sessions with your company. And we could do some wow. skills-based strategy sessions on scripts and the actual listing presentation to dial that in for you guys, because I love what your company's doing. I think it makes all the sense in the world. And I, I think that'd be a lot of fun. And I think your team would get a lot of value out of that. 100%. I mean, we, we, we came from, I don't know, like less than, you know, I think we're only like 10 people last year. Now we're about mm -hmm. up to 17. And obviously there's another recruitment webinar tomorrow night where we're looking to, you know, acquire more agents in the business. So that alone is a huge gift. And obviously in behalf of the, I want to thank you already in advance for even considering to help us agents, you know, spending your time, you know, through your scripts, through your you know, knowledge you already have and your years of expertise. So we do appreciate 100%. Yeah, dude, absolutely. So, so let's talk more on Instagram. Let's get that scheduled. And I think that will help you guys recruit more agents too, by the way. But uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much, man. And I'll look forward to the next time we do some collaboration work. Appreciate it. Thank you so much, Brandon. I do appreciate it. Thank you. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. For more tips and advice on how you can grow your business, 
Be sure to follow Brandon on YouTube and Instagram at Brandon Mulrennan.